Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's August 19th. Philo T. Farnsworth was born on this day in 1906. And Philo T. Farnsworth was an inventor. He was inventing things as a teenager. This included winning a National Science and Invention magazine contest. At the age of 13, he invented a tamper-proof lock for the Model T ignition switch. The next year, his family home got electricity, and he converted all of their appliances to electrical power. In his teens, he also sketched out a basic concept for a TV. It controlled the speed and directions of electrons and used a vacuum tube to create images on a screen. It was a scanning electron beam. It painted these images line by line. He tried to show this to his teacher, and his teacher did not get what he was trying to say at all. This was totally different from the other primary television technology that was in development at the time, which used these revolving disks. And you had to keep the disk on each side of the transmission synchronized exactly, or else the image would be blurry. In 1927, Farnsworth started filing patents for his television, and he unveiled a prototype on September 7th of that year. The picture started out pretty blurry, but he made it better and he kept working on it even after a fire at his lab destroyed a lot of his work. This little device also had a very small screen. It was about one and a quarter inches square. If you've ever watched the TV show Warehouse 13, it's very much like the Farnsworth devices that they use on that show. Meanwhile, while he was doing all of this work on his television invention, powerhouse Radio Corporation of America also known as RCA, started up a PR campaign that tried to discredit Farnsworth's inventions and the idea of television in general as just not ready for market. RCA tried to promote its own radio technology instead. You could not even build your own radio without an RCA license at this time. They also hired an inventor from Westinghouse to visit Farnsworth's lab and try to reverse engineer his designs. And Farnsworth, not knowing that this guy was from RCA, let him in. This other inventor was not successful in his whole reverse engineering project, so RCA instead made an attempt to buy Farnsworth's work outright. But it was a very low offer, so he just refused. That's when RCA started up a patent war. The U.S. Patent Office found in Farnsworth's favor in 1935, but RCA did not back down. They had more money, more lawyers, and more power than Farnsworth did. So Farnsworth finally sold them a non-exclusive license for a million dollars. Unfortunately, all of this stress seems to have had an effect on his mental health. He had a psychiatric collapse after all of this, and he experienced depression for the rest of his life. But he did keep on inventing, mostly turning his focus away from television. Over his lifetime, he was granted or named on at least 160 patents, and he contributed to the development of technologies that used radar and infrared, as well as electron microscopes and baby incubators. He was awarded a number of honorary degrees, and he became head of a fusion lab at Brigham Young University. In 1968, he was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. He died, though, of pneumonia in Salt Lake City not long after that, on March 11th of 1971. His wife, Pem, worked tirelessly to make sure he wouldn't just be forgotten. 
Thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio work on these episodes. And you can learn more about Philo T. Farnsworth on the September 18th, 2013 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. You can subscribe to This Day in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for a 17th century date that's become notorious, but just doesn't tell the whole story at all. 